1: Welcome to the 10-Minute MBA. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. On the 10-Minute MBA, I give you tools, tactics, strategies, insights that you can use to start, scale, grow, or 10x your business. Today, your guest lecturer is Ryan Sullivan. He is the founder of Podcast Principles. Make sure you go follow him on LinkedIn at Sully Bopp, or you can go to his website, podcastprinciples.com. Ryan is going to teach you how to be a guest on a podcast and how to leverage podcasts for your business, your persona, your brand. So I'm going to throw it over to Ryan. Thanks so much for coming on. Let's get right into it.
0: My name is Ryan Sullivan, founder of Podcast Principles, Podcast Launch and Production Made Simply for coaches, consultants, and entrepreneurs. And today, I'm gonna be teaching you exactly how to get booked on podcasts to grow your business in four simple steps. So this is called the Podcast Guesting Guide, Discover How to Use Podcast Guesting to Grow Your Business for Free. So to start off, Podcast guesting is the best way to get involved in podcasts. If you want to try out the medium, you want to understand audio, how podcasts work, this is the best way to get in there and you can actually take value from being a guest. You can give value, you can receive value, you can network with people. All these are different ways or rather different All of these are different benefits to podcast guesting, and all it takes is time to do this. So I always start with discovering your value. As a guest on a podcast, you have to be able to offer value to the audience, especially when it comes to business, marketing, sales, anything where the audience expects to gain actionable tips, steps, advice from you. And obviously... This is going to benefit the podcast, the listeners, and you because those people are eventually going to want to work with you, especially if you have the problem that they solve, but we'll get to that. The best way to find your value is to identify your thing, your it factor. Say you're a coach, you know, instead of saying, I'm a relationship coach, I can help people in their relationships. Instead, you might say, I'll give your listeners the proven three-step process that they can use right now to fix a broken relationship with anybody. That's a lot different than saying, hey, I'm a relationship coach. I can talk about relationships, right? So what's that thing that you do specifically and then framing it into a simple one to two sentences, this is exactly what I do. This is the value that I provide. On top of that, building on that is the second step, which is knowing your audience. As a speaker on a podcast, we can't provide value if we don't know if the listener actually has the problem, we're claiming to solve. If you're a life coach going off that coaching angle, if you're a life coach getting interviewed on a marketing podcast, it probably doesn't make sense to talk about a yoga retreat or you know something that, is, that, that you did that doesn't have anything to do with your value. To discover what the audience needs, you have to go to your clients and people that you work with. What are you solving for them? What are you doing for them that you do best? And a way to do this is to actually go in and ask these people. So, how would you frame it? I'm going to use the earlier example. I'm going to be interviewed on a marketing podcast. Is there anything you'd want to learn from a life coach to improve your work? The results here will probably surprise you. Such a simple question, but going into people who you've worked with, or say the audience, people who would be in that audience, say you're going off the same example, a life coach on a marketing podcast, you're going to try to frame it so you can help marketers, right? So going in and asking some marketers, what, this is what I, this is my value. This is what I do best. What are some things that you'd want to learn about this topic? Okay. So that is the knowing your audience portion. And I'll also get to how to determine, you know, what that, who that audience actually is and to make sure they're right for you. And the third step is packaging it, providing the right amount of value. In my opinion, you can never provide too much value i've never heard of somebody being interviewed or creating content and saying man this there was just too much value in this it just i've never heard of that before so you've determined the it factor you know how to adapt to each audience by framing what you do now you have to package it so now comes the meat and potatoes how do you craft your offer don't overthink this step it really is just creating that simple framework, those simple actionable things that people can do based on what you do best, right? So it hits the angle of it combines what you do great. It combines a problem that the audiences needs solved that way they know that you understand them and once again, you can never provide too much value. So just learning the best way to package it is extremely important. How do you do that? Simply write it out. And then speak it as if you were talking about it on a podcast, record it, listen back to yourself, take some notes. And so when you go to answer that question on the podcast, it's like clockwork. You don't even have to think about it. It's instinct. It's second nature. You just know exactly how to frame what you do for these people and then how to provide them those simple actionable tips when you're actually on the podcast. And step four which is a little more intense, is how to search podcasts, how to pitch podcasts and ultimately get booked. I could write an entire guide. I can do an entire podcast just on this step. But if I was to put it in simple terms, you can browse Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify to find podcasts in your niche. And then go connect with those folks on LinkedIn. So there's other directories. There's probably hundreds of podcast directories, but you can use these major platforms and their categories are pretty solid. You can go in there, find the host, start to dive into their network and see what they're all about. Then create a Google sheet or an Excel document to track this. So that's tracking the niche of their show who their audience is, how many followers they have, their name, their email, et cetera. Super simple things, and you can outsource this if you have the resources for that. Next, join Facebook groups and engage in the community. You will find opportunities to be a guest on small shows, especially to start out, which is a great way to start doing this. So small shows, they're looking to grow themselves, and they're willing to take a chance on somebody who hasn't been booked on that many podcasts before, especially if you know how to frame it. So you can also use LinkedIn for this to find those hosts and talk to them directly and maybe just hang out in their comment section for a couple weeks, understand their audience, understand who's in there, uh, because that's going to give you an indication of your podcast, of that podcast audience. Because remember, podcasts don't have comment sections, but LinkedIn and Facebook does. To wrap it up, the final thing in this search, pitch and get booked section is the podcast pitch checklist. So you can follow this checklist when you're writing out your pitch. Number one, let them know who I am and what I do. Who do I do it for? How do I do it? What can I do for you specifically or for your audience specifically? Super important. A call to action in that pitch to book a call, to respond, whatever it is. And finally, insist on getting a response even if it's a no. Typically, what I say is, I understand you're busy, but please do reply with a simple no if you are not interested instead of not answering at all. That typically allows people to just tell me no and I can move on and we don't have to <laughs> guess or anything uh, about if you're going to be on it or not. Uh, instead of saying, oh, I hope to hear back. That's just, everybody says that it doesn't work. You might as well just say, hey, if you don't want to do this, reply with no, please. I would really appreciate it. So before you start, being a guest on podcasts. Take the time to write out these steps so you don't find yourself just wondering what to say. Uh, Curveballs happen, but the more planning and preparation that you do, the better. And uh, let me also say that, just an aside here, is that nutrition, physical, and mental health are half of this equation, in my opinion. A podcast is a mental game, You have to be on your game mentally if you want to perform the best. And if you don't have your energy right on these things, nobody's going to want to listen. Nobody's going to want to work with you. It's really important to make sure you're in the right mindset. And uh, I've been helping podcasters do this for years. I started myself with my own podcast in 2018. And since then, I've been helping other people launch podcasts, host podcasts, anything podcast related that's right up my alley. So those are my tips, my simple framework for getting booked on podcasts so you can expand your business. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Once again, Ryan Sullivan, founder of Podcast Principles.
1: All right, that's it for today. I hope you got some value from Ryan Sullivan on best practices for how to actually be a good guest on a podcast and how you can leverage that for your brand. Remember, any business questions you got, don't worry. I got you. This has been another 10-minute MBA have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts.